0: My name is Joanne Averson and this is the podcast, Pain Removed, Performance Improved. Today I'm really excited to introduce a very dear friend of mine and someone who resonates with me on many levels, one of which is art. So what's that got to do with Pain Removed, Performance Improved? Well, a great deal. Um, I've had the most gorgeous feedback um, in all kinds of different messages from my Instagram post about the embryo and the embryo art that I've done. And I used art to learn embryology moment by moment of embryological development because I struggled with studying it. Now, I was very fortunate when I took on understanding the embryo because I had two main mentors, among others. Um, But originally, and we're talking nearly a decade ago, when, between them, Emeritus Professor Jupp van der Waal who was Associate Professor of Anatomy and Embryology at Maastricht University, and a brilliant mind, and the man who's created embryosophy. And we'll be talking to him in a future episode. And the other person was Professor Daryl Evans. Now, I've mentioned him before in the embryology episode. And he was if you like, my contemporary teacher in terms of um, developmental biology, that's his professorship. And he's gone on to be very high up in various universities around the world, Monash and New South Wales, in terms of teaching and learning. And one of the things he gifted me was his time in terms of understanding the classical embryology But his paper in 2006 raised the question as to whether connective tissue was the missing piece. And of course, my focus on connective tissue meant that I had to somehow correlate Jan van der Waal's ideas of a more spiritual approach to how we animate the embryo and how the embryo teaches us through the lens of anatomy and physiology and process. And Daryl Evans' approach that was very classical because it had to be. Um, you know, he was teaching medical students at Brighton and Sussex Medical School when I met him, and there is a curriculum and there is a formality and there are rules and regulations about what you teach and what you don't teach, and these are all very important elements of how we grow our understanding, and it's spiraling round what we call progress, and as those of you who know me know. Um, I work very closely with John Sharkey, who is a clinical anatomist. And I know from John that when he's teaching medical students, there is a curriculum and that curriculum is pretty much 400 years old. So John coined the term 21st century anatomy. And just because we're learning anatomy in the 21st century doesn't mean it is 21st century anatomy. It means it's based in 16th, 17th century anatomy and we are learning the language in a conscious and conscientious way of wholeness in the West. It never wasn't there in the East. Um, We're learning wholeness and understanding fascia in whole new ways. And so John's work in 21st century anatomy isn't what he Is even allowed to teach medical students like Professor Evans. He has to teach what's on the curriculum. And this is where we are all leaning into a new language of understanding growth and timing and wholeness and connective tissue and fascia and how fascia performs and how it integrates with pain and all the subjects that I've covered variously in previous and will cover in subsequent episodes. Now, art for me is one of the neutral, non-denominational foundations of understanding all the above. And Karen Kirkness has degrees in uh, both anatomy and anatomy art. So she's got a master's in science and a master's in art. And what I love about Karen is that she is a practitioner. She's been on her knees with injuries, literally, and gone through the Ashtanga training and various other yoga trainings to run Meadowlark Yoga, meadowlark.com, if you want to look that up. And if you want to look up some of the beautiful artwork that she's done that she credits her teachers for teaching her. She basically body paints. And what she's discovered is that through the process of people painting muscles and fascia and connectivity on their bodies in appropriate ways, it brings anatomy to life, which is something that I cannot but sing her praises for. I mean, it's just brilliant. Her work is beautiful. And we share this absolute passion for bringing anatomy to life and for, with John Sharkey, obviously, animating 21st century anatomy and making sense of fascia. And one of the things that we're doing together, which I'm so thrilled and excited about, is the phrase classical to contemporary. Because what we've discovered is that there are people who think that just because we're talking about the fascia, we've abandoned classical anatomy and we haven't. As I've said in several podcasts, as I teach in my ABC course, classical anatomy is like the map. However, it is different from the territory. And one of the things Karen and I are very keen to observe and teach and animate for people so they experience it is the usefulness of the classical map, but how it empowers you to recognise the actual territory of the individual. Now, this is something I pursue in terms of archetypal pattern, but that's a long way ahead of really getting a physical, inform and informed sense of the actual anatomy and why it's so compelling. And it doesn't have to be this boring, arduous, difficult task of simply learning the names and places. Now, in a previous episode, I talked about London taxi drivers who learn the knowledge and they have to learn the names of every single street in London. It's called learning the knowledge. And it usually takes them 18 months to two years. It takes time. It doesn't mean much until we recognize how essential it is for them to actually drive the routes. So they experience the territory while they're learning the maps. And that is what gives them their very special standard globally they are considered to be the best and most skilled taxi drivers in the world. Now, I know that's all changing because, you know, satnav gives us all the knowledge, but it doesn't give us that experience. It doesn't give us this nuanced sense of where you are and how to avoid the traffic and which alternative routes you might have. And that really matters when it comes to the experience of being driven from A to B. And in the human body, that really matters when it comes to moving the body and understanding injury and how to remove pain and improve performance. It's a great big deal. So Karen and I were talking during lockdown this 2020 about how we can animate the experience of anatomy for people. And really give them a sense in three dimensions of both the map and the territory. Because we're not saying get rid of all your classical training for a minute. It's, it's a keystone of understanding. But my personal mission has been to beg yoga teachers not to reduce yoga and its exquisite, nuanced range of abilities and expressions not to reduce it down to reductionist methodology and Cartesian anatomy, as if Descartes ever meant us to only learn the parts. Useful. But the manual doesn't just contain the parts. The manual names them so that we can then experience them in motion. And that gives rise to another whole world of appropriate movement. Now, in between those two, the naming of the parts and the craftsmanship involved, the experiences involved in moving them, takes us through the three aspects of our form that I talk about in my ABC course about intellect, Instinct and intuition. So we use our intellect to inform us of the names of the places and the locations, the postcodes, if you will, of the body's anatomy. At the other end of the scale, we experience the territory and intuitively move much, much faster than we can intellectually name the parts that we're moving many thousands of times faster. And in between those two, if you like, in between the information and the transformation is the form. And with that form are the formulas of understanding it. And in order to create appropriate formulas, appropriate sequences, appropriate movement patterns in the matter of our fascia, individual to each of us, are the animated forms and the understanding of them and painting anatomy on the body and seeing anatomy visually brings us from that intellectual information towards that place that is just completely personal, intuitive and about each one of us individually. And in pursuit of that, Karen and I have put together a gorgeous series of workshops. At the moment, there's six. Each one is an hour of virtual dissection because with her understanding of art, Karen has this brilliant ability to use a virtual dissection program. But like most classical anatomy, it doesn't have very much to show about the fascia, some but not much and so together we take people through different areas of the body different maps of different territories of the body to really bring to life the art behind the labels if you will a sense of the the beauty and the brilliance the classical and the contemporary vision in in art in visual assistance if you like to raise the naming of anatomical parts off the flat topographical map and towards the animated forms and so it's it's what i call art from the heart because both of us are so passionate about it i mean i can't even tell you how much time we spend nerding out on anatomy we giggle because it's it's just you know, you could look at it and say it's a waste of time because it feels as if we haven't achieved anything, but it, we have a beautiful friendship, a huge amount of respect for each other's work, and a great time teaching together. So every one of these uh, episodes is available on Karen's lovely site called avidanatomy.com, A v i d Anatomy, avidanatomy, it's all one word.com under courses. And it's called Classical to Contemporary. And the six um, sections of the body, if you like, or experiences of the body, as I like to call them, are the lumbosacroiliac throne. Now, the word throne is one that I got from one of my teachers, John Stirk author of The Original Body and a wonderful teacher who dares to step out. And he taught me restorative yoga in a way that had me utterly respectful of the individual process of the psychosomatic integration of yoga and of just stopping to experience how we feel. And one of the things I'm very aware of is that we're spending a lot more time sitting because so much of our lives are on Zoom and we have to sit. And I really appreciate the stories behind sitting is the new smoking and we spend too long sitting. However, the truth is the pelvis is an extremely important part of our bodies. It's an absolute keystone. It's the base of the torso. It's the the kind of, I call them the ground screws of the spinal integration of walking gait. But understanding that is all very well if you have a list of the parts. But how do they authorise that motion? How do they work together? How do they animate their part of the fascial whole? So that first episode is a walkthrough of the parts and how we the knowledge of them applies to motion. And then the next one is the dorsal cavity, which includes the spine, the back of the body. Then the next one is the abdominal cavity with the viscera. And then we look at phenotypes. We start with the female, the pockets within pockets of the form and uh Karen has a beautiful piece on her Instagram post, Karen Kirkness, K-A-R-E-N-K-I-R-K-N-E-S, Karen Kirkness on Instagram, where she calls the uterus a pocket rocket. And her work and her drawings are just beautiful. I can't recommend them highly enough. And so we have a whole anatomy um, classical to contemporary class on that. And then the last two are hands to the heart and foot to the floor. Because understanding how we animate at what we call the extremities or the ends of the limbs, the hands and feet with the ground, transforms our ability to move, particularly in yoga, but obviously in any other field. And we're both yoga nerds, so you have to give us permission to be fairly focused on that. Karen's genius lies in really understanding What I call the fast and furious. And my training is deep to the restore, restorative yoga, the work of Vanda Scaravelli, is where I started. But between us, we meet, we overlap, we dance, we're both mothers, we've experienced the wonder, the wonder of the human body and how it animates and gives birth to its own species. It's very special. Not that men are excluded from any of this. I know many of you guys out there teach yoga to men and women and understand the female body and its changes, sometimes better than a lot of women do. So the invitation is there to everybody to join us. But I just want you to realise how art, art from the heart, is such an important part of removing pain improving performance, because it gives us a beautiful segue into understanding how we move. And for me personally, painting the embryo, struggling with showing it in three, four multi-dimensions, was how I came to appreciate the wholeness of sacred geometry as a representation of our form. The sacred geometry being the actual geometry of the forces behind our ability to stand up and walk around on this planet. And for me, life is sacred. So all of that comes together in this expression of art. And I bow with respect to Karen's work. It's really beautiful. I can't recommend it enough. And it's one of the many friendships I am so privileged to enjoy this lifetime. (laughs) Stay close, stay safe. Thank you for joining me for this episode. And I do hope you'll come and join us in these absolutely gorgeous classical to contemporary anatomy programs. And um, do let us know which other bits you want to understand because our purpose is to improve your understanding of anatomy and how you can apply it to remove issues and really appreciate why you do the physical teaching or training or practice that you do for yourself and for your clients if you're a teacher. So the more information we have, the more we can do for you. Lots of love. Take care, stay close, stay safe.